intention interior trucking companies if you are relying on facility insurance you could be overpaying reduce your insurance cost by 10000 or more per truck and good news we accept drivers with only 1 years of experience to learn more just send us text by typing insurance to 3653640714 thank you need to build a positive relationship uh, for everybody using the data. If we create a positive relationship, then um, you know, we are, everybody is going to be starting to using it to better what they are doing. Guy from Speed Gauge, and he's talking on this week's show about how you can use data in a positive, effective, influential way with your drivers, your boss, your managers, your insurance company. Join us this week on the Trucking Risk and Insurance Podcast. Welcome to the Trucking Risk and Insurance Podcast. Hey, Gee, thanks for joining us. Let's talk about all things telematic today. Hi, John. And uh, hi, Chris. Thank you very much for having uh, uh, your local uh, Frenchman on, uh, on board. Yeah. Well, let's be clear. When you say Frenchman, I mistakenly thought maybe you came from Quebec, but no, you said you didn't come from Quebec. You came from? I came from Paris. Uh, and uh, so if, uh, and I always uh, thought that after, you know, over 20 years in the U.S., I will not have an accent, but clearly this is not the mm. case. I hope uh, the listeners and are going to uh, indulge indulge me um, yep. with, and I'm going to try to uh, and relate to, to me because it's it's not uh, that simple. I, I always think I, I speak English perfectly, but they're still uh, still not perfect. No, hey, Guy, I sus- strongly suspect the majority of our listening audience and viewers are also immigrants. So I believe they will be sympathetic and cut us some slack. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> so telematics, tell us who you are working with. So, yeah, thank you very much. So I'm, uh, my name is Guy and I work with, uh, speed gauge and speed gauge is one of the largest, uh, platform aggregator of telematic data in North America and maybe possibly in the world. I think we cover 92% of all telematic data in uh, North America, and we uh, do work both in Europe and other parts of the world as well. Uh, and uh, SpeedGage is in, uh, uh, in the phase of transition of going beyond uh, looking at just speeding data and building what we call the driven data network, where uh, we are creating a platform to for all the um, players within the uh, transportation industry uh, to come and uh, exchange data. So you're building a platform where we can come in and look at the data, but what are you going to be showing us? And exchange the data. Because one of the difficulties is you want people to be transparent in the exchange of the data. And you want to also to be uh, based on permission. I mean, one of the hard part is to make sure that all the people involved in the data usage is authorized to do that the right way. I think that, you know, if we want to have a success in thinking and in using data across our industry, we need to make sure that is as transparent and as easy as possible. 
And that's what uh, SpeedGage and the Driven Data Network are building, is a way for the whole people within the industry to come at one location to have access to data and to use that data in a way that is easy and understandable. Um, so that's what the, some of the action and the work we are doing uh, within SpeedGage and within the Driven Data Network. Well, so when I, I mean, I only have very limited experience with SpeedGage. Um, I was working temporarily as a safety director for a yeah. trucking company and their telematics, their ELD provider um, yeah. had SpeedGage. So right. I've got some experience with SpeedGage and the reports. And I love the report, by the way, because it would tell me how many speeding events. And the thing that I liked about it was it knew the, sp the speed limit on all the roads, not just the highway. It knew right. it on uh, all of the roads. And so I knew yeah. when a truck was speeding, which I found yeah. very interesting. So I think, that, so you're making a, a lot of very good points. So what the speed gauge does and what the driven data network of foundation is, is to normalize the data from over a hundred uh, telematic providers in North America and around the world. And what does that mean? Is that means that if you are, you know, if you guys don't mind, I, I may, I, I will use names. But yeah. if you are using uh, Samsara or if you are using Trimble or if you are using Geotab, you are uh, on different platforms. Both those different platforms measure and uh, provide data in a very different way. And so what uh, SpeedGage does is takes that data, not just aggregates the data so that you can come to one location to get it, but also normalize it so that you know what Samsara's data and what Geotab data and uh, what Trimble's data is looks the same. So you can do comparison of likes for likes. And that's really what the foundation of SpeedGage started. Now, uh, when we take that to a higher level, is that we, we realize that it can be applied uh, in many different functions, not just for uh, safety. It can be uh, applied in many other areas of the transportation industry. And so that's why we are evolving as a company uh, from being a focus on safety to be a little bit broader than that. And we are talking about risk management, uh, financial information, and things like that. I was going to say, give us an example of what do you mean by being able to use it broader? Yeah. So, for for example, our current uh, you know, uh, use case that, so if you are a company and you work with um, 100 fleet, and you need to access the data from a hundred fleet. Well, how do you do that? And how do you do that if you know you have hundred fleet that have fifteen different ELDs and telematic providers? That starts to be really interesting. So then, what you have, you have certain companies that have you know IT department that can ingest data from the top three or four telematic providers. Well, but you still have fifteen others or twelve others. To, uh, to ingest data from. And so that's what uh, SpeedGage does. But even if you ingest the data, you need to normalize it so that you compare likes for likes. So you could ingest the data from the top three telematic providers and then come to a, another provider to ingest 12 more sources of data. 
At the same time, they are not normalized. They may not look at all the same. So what speed gauge has done and what the driven data network is working on is to take that data and to make it normalized across the industry. One of the biggest applications that uh, we have started to do is to use and offer the data uh, that we have for the for risk management and the insurance industry. And well, uh, we think that in, from what we are getting at is that there's a lot of interest from the risk management and insurance industry to better understand what's happening on the road. And that's what we are able to do because in a normalized way. So they come to uh, the driven data network and they access the data and they can look at it and know that it's very uh, comparable from one fleet to another, even if they have different ELDs or telematic providers. And a mutual friend of ours, uh, Mr. Workington from Fleet Metrica, um, he paid for a study, and I'll screw this all up, and Ward will yell at me later. That's okay. That's okay. We will talk to Ward. <laughs> but one of the things that, if I can remember uh, the study showing, when negative change starts to happen, such as an increase in speeding for an individual yeah. driver, that exponentially greatly increases the risk of a crash for that driver. Yes. Yeah. And I think one, uh, so, so, uh, so let me take, take you back a little bit back and then come back to your question. Pidgeage started like 14 years ago as a company to provide enhancement to the telematic industry. So that's yeah. how we, we started. That's why we have developed a lot of connection with the telematic industry. And that's why also we have spent a lot of time working with a transportation company and fleet from uh, you know, local delivery to you know, uh, class seven and class eight. So we have a broad range of access to data and uh, speeding in general, even today, is linked to, I think, uh, 70% or 60 to 70% is a cause for accidents. So some people will argue it could be lane departure. Some people will argue, you know, you get more insight coming from other uh, sources. But understanding uh, what's happening on the road and how it's linked to speeding and how to change behavior, I think what's more important than just speeding is to understand and recognize change in behavior patterns during uh, during the run. And that's what I think uh, Ward, I've I, I spoken with him about that. So, and that's the type of information we work on is try to understand what are the change and sur surface those changes across maybe different fleet or even within a fleet. You know, who are the driver and why is there a change uh, in pattern within a driver versus another one? One example that we worked with, I think based in Canada, and there was a, you know, a problem with a driver. And uh, you know, for a long time, she was a perfect driver. And then within a couple of months, uh, you know, there was a, uh, she started to show that you know, she was speeding. There was a lot of different issues in her deliveries, in her route. And what happened is that dispatch sent, sent, uh, changed the route without talking to the driver, creating some stress to the driver. Once that was identified, then we facilitated the conversation with dispatch. 
And within a couple of weeks, that driver that was an excellent driver, that has problem became back an excellent driver. So my take is that when we think about data, when we think about uh, uh, the relationships that we have with uh, you know, technology, with the different people within the industry, we need to spend a lot of time making sure we communicate to one another using good data. And speed gauge accuracy in terms of data is in the order of 99.5 or 99.7%. Yeah. Sorry, Johnny, you get your head bobbed. Well, I'm just going to say one of the things that we need to realize, that, and, and unfortunately I see this too often, is when you get people that are analyzing the data, they're not analyzing it properly, they're not analyzing it thoroughly, and they're very quick to blame the driver. So in right. these example right. here, the true root cause of the situation was not the driver. It, it was not the driver. Yeah. It was an effect upon the driver by yeah. a routing change, you know, that management or operations had done. And they didn't realize how this would affect the driver at the time. Exactly. So this, this exactly. really helps you to look deeper and find out what's causing that behavioral issue, uh, especially when you go from being really good to, oh my God, things have gone south and now we can get it back exactly. to being good again. You know, it really you helps know, make sure everybody's in communication. That's right. John, you're, you're making an excellent point. I mean, I'm, I, I just wrote an article that's going to be published later on this uh, month and I, I will share with you guys on uh, making uh, using data uh, and making it a positive experience. And the, the concept of it is that, well, we all have access to data. Uh, we all are uh, both receiving data and you and producing data. I mean, when we think about it, everybody produces an enormous amount of data uh, on a daily basis. That is the driver, dispatch, uh, the insurance company. Everybody is producing enormous amount of data, and we don't understand it well. And so, my uh, supposition is that we need to build a positive relationship. Uh, for everybody using the data. If we create a positive relationship, then, um, you know, we are, everybody is going to be starting to using it to better what they are doing. And, um, there was a, a book written by, uh, Karen Levy called, um, Data Driven. I, I was looking at it. I have it here and it's about the trucking industry. And her preposition is that the trucking industry is using uh, data and the driver feel that they are being spied by the uh, by the industry, and so that's a, for me that's a perfect example of negative relationship yeah. with the data. When in fact, uh, if we admit that data is part of life, and that everybody from the driver, the manager, the the fleet owners, uh, you know, the the risk consultant, the you know, the insurance company. If we all agree that the data is there and there to last, then let's have a positive discussion and let's be able to communicate using some common languages so that we can know what we are talking about when we use yeah. data. And that's my, the presupposition of the article that I'm, uh, I'm going to uh, publish is really um, we need to use the data, all of us, in a way that is going to provide positive results. And I think we can do that. Uh, one of the one of the tools that uh, SpeedGauge uh, has developed in the last uh, four or five years is what's called the Fair Score. It's a way, very simply, to understand the risk from the driver all the way through the insurance industry 
to uh, underwriters or even the reinsurer. And so that way, we empower everybody to make positive decisions. And, you know, instead of being worried about what's happening, then you have a tool now to manage risk, to understand risk, and to be able to communicate that risk to everybody. Everybody can be empowered. And I think that when you have this type of tool, you start building positive relationship uh, with data. And I think that's fundamental. Well, I think one of the key things to data is that you share it. If you are transparent and sharing it, in this case, let's talk drivers, because you had mentioned they sometimes have a negative uh, relationship with the uh, data. Then if you share it transparently, it should be accepted uh, in a way that's that's positive. You've got to present Mm -hmm. it positively. Mm -hmm. I think the best risk managers or safety managers now are really delving deep into the data and sharing it with their drivers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they should do it. Go ahead, Gabe. No, 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 no. Go, go ahead. Well, I was going to say it's, it's really key to educate your drivers on the purpose of the data. You know, so yes, being transparent is very key, but educate them on what you're looking at, why you're looking at it, what's going on. And how it can help that driver to be a better driver, right? Yeah. And 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 give them the tools so that they can manage it themselves. It's almost like, I'm not going to manage it for you, but I'm going to provide you with the educational aspect, the coaching opportunity to better understand what's going on with this data. I'll hand you the data. You can see it in a form that you can read to go, oh my gosh, now I see where I, I, I need to improve. I can work on those things myself. I think the, the other part I will say, um, uh, that we like it or not, the data exists. Yes. Okay. It doesn't matter at all. Okay. That you may not want to use the data. You may want to ignore everything, but in the reality of it, the data exists. So yep. my, uh, theory is make it your friend. Make the data your friend. As a driver, leverage it. Leverage it to show your management that you're a good driver. To yep. maybe ask for a few cents more per mile. If uh, you know, if you can prove them that you you are a good driver, provides yep. that yep. they want to be part. They want to be your friend. I mean, there's always going to be the case where it's not going to happen. However, in general, everybody wants better results. You know. Well, and. I was going to say, there's a phrase I've used many times, and Chris has heard me say this. There's no driver that wants to be a bad driver. No. They just don't know how to be a good driver. Yeah. Well, and imagine, we know how transient drivers are. Could you imagine if the driver was able to take their data with them and show it in a job interview and say, here, look at, here's my data for the last six months. Damn, I'm good. Yeah, no. I need top. Uh, I I need to be paid at the top because here's the data saying that I'm very no. good at my job. No. That's right. And so that brings us back to uh, what is SpeedGauge doing, which is different than the rest, or the driven data network, which is different than the rest of the industry. Is that you know most when you look at the risk uh, management industry and what we call basically the insurance industry. Everybody, uh, you know, is worried about increasing premium. Uh-huh. And so 
my from what I understand uh, from the industry, there's really rarely a decrease in premium. So it's the question because and and that for a number of reasons that mm-hmm. we can talk about, but uh, the the idea is that can you limit the increase in your premium more? Can you prove that you know you are a responsible um, company days in days out? You know, and mm-hmm. how would you do that? So one of the uh, you know I, I go to risk management conference and you know the insurance conference on a regular basis because there's a lot of always a lot to learn. There's a lot of people to meet that talk about try to solve this problem, and they try to solve this problem understanding that everybody is part of the solution because we need to always, and that's what SpeedGage has always been focusing on and what the driven data network we will always focus on is both the driver and the fleet or you know, the transportation company. We, we think that you know, we have to uh, work with them at the core uh, for success. Okay, so then uh, when we, I went to, for example, one of my last conference was RIM in Atlanta, and it's a huge risk management conference where professionals from all over the world show up to talk about insurance, insurance problems. And one of the big topics of discussion is how to start using operational data rather than using maybe historical or actuarial data. How do we change uh, the way we use data so to provide better insight and better risk management and better pricing? Um, you know, there is that concept also of uh, usage-based insurance. How can you do that? One of the biggest challenge, my take on it is uh, for the transport insurance, uh, commercial transportation or commercial auto industry, um, is that they don't have access to updated data. And risk management, when we think about it for insurance company, is only done in principle once a year. Mm-hmm. Think about I mean, you all have worked with uh, um, transportation company and fleets. And everybody in, in the insurance industry is also very worried about that. They, the last 90 days before renewal. That's the mm-hmm. only thing that people talk about. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. everybody is worried and wetting their pants because yep. they're 90 before you know them. No? Yeah. I mean, you, yep. you broker an insurance company, you talk to a fleet, to a driver, 90 days before you are. Before, what, before those 90 days, nothing exists. Mm-hmm. And after those 90 days, everybody is like, well, reflecting, well, I'm going to have another year before I have to think about it again. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So, and what you are realizing, and it's not a very efficient way of doing business, of uh, managing uh, your operations. In fact, there was a company doing that in, that I don't know if you guys know it, it's called Intuit. And they had a very uh, successful and still have a very successful um, accounting and uh, software and uh, mm-hmm. it was accounting and uh, uh, software. Mm-hmm. And, you know, tax is once a year in the United States. It's uh, it's on April 14th or to, mm-hmm. for that matter, you know. And so like 90 days before, everybody is like freaking out. And so the same thing, so Intuit was, you know, everything was focusing on the 90 days before tax season to release new product, to do marketing and all that kind of things. And they realized, that, well, that was not working. 
they did not have the time and the resources to put to to generate enough input from the customer. If the release was not working, it was a disaster for that year sales of their software. And so then um, they decided to uh, start releasing new product to start you know engaging with customer not only not ninety days before tax season but during the whole year. So then after tax season, they started to um, work with their uh, clients, and they realized now that they could make improvement to their uh, technology and software and solution for the client on an ongoing basis. Mm-hmm. My, uh, and, and I, you, you can read about that in a book called uh, The Lean Startup uh, from uh, Eric Ryan. It's a really astonishing book. It's really fascinating. It talks about ongoing uh, improvement. I, I, my take is one of the best management books that you can have around. And it talks about you can do a lot of things by doing incremental improvement. You don't have to make major changes. Yes. yes. I don't know if you guys uh, appreciate that, but that's a way from an insurance perspective and risk management perspective. Yeah. It's not about making many changes. It's to yeah. understand where you're at and do uh-huh. an ongoing uh, improvement. Yeah. yeah. One, one of the big problems we see is, is management wants instant change. They want big improvements, but you can't have it that way. It doesn't work that way. It's yeah, like a big works. ship. You just can't yeah. spin it around like a little dinghy. You know? So you've got to make those incremental changes and you have to continue it during your course of action mm-hmm. to make sure that you keep that ship on course. So a lot of times, yeah, okay, ooh, we're seeing a, a, a dip over here. We got to work on these. So we just make that slight change. So, and that's when managing that data on a regular basis, that's where you can see and make those changes right. as you go along. Well, and you like, make, sorry, I was going to relate this back to my time as a director of safety using speed gauge. I had a huge speeding problem and So my goal wasn't to immediately cut down on the speeding. I set my goal to each month to reduce by a small fraction to hit the top five worst drivers and get them to change a little bit. Because we all know a massive change is hugely disruptive. Mm -hmm. But small little tweaks, Mm -hmm. which can be huge given a whole year, um, you know, one, as they say, how, you know, how do you eat an elephant? It's one yeah. bite at a time. At a time. Yeah. So let, let, let me ask you, uh, Chris and Joe, let me ask you this question. What is the cost of insurance for a transportation company? <laughs> Too much? Expensive. Expensive. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a significant amount of yes. the mile that you're driving. So uh, for, uh, to, to make a difference. If you manage it or not, yeah. So when uh, and I, I, I'm going to relate to uh, Chris what you were saying is that it's all about incremental differences. But the first thing is that you need to understand the risk that you are generating. In fact, assuming that you don't have a risk, your job is driving. Your company's yeah. job is to bring uh, goods from point A to point B, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And like you know, in construction or like. Drive like other uh, activities, it has a risk. 
factor. Just trying to uh, to believe that there is no risk when you're driving is crazy. Okay, <laughs> and I don't like to say like that, but we we <laughs> seem that we are in a in a world where people don't want to under- acknowledge the fact that there is a basic risk to to do what you do. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess me uh, looking at data is less risky than uh, driving. So let's acknowledge that. But in everything uh, we do, there's some type of potential risk, okay? Mm-hmm. And so then the question is, first, we need to be clear about that there is a risk. And then from that, what does that mean to engage with that risk? And it's really mm-hmm. fundamental to understand that. So, you know, as you pointed out, the speed gauge, which is evolving toward the, becoming really a data uh, platform, or the da- driven data network, because really we intend to connect the whole industry through one location to using standardized mm-hmm. data. So that's really important. And for major application, I've, I've, uh, as I have alluded to, is for the insurance industry. Mm-hmm. Because as Chris, you mentioned, you were a safety uh, director. Well, think about that. Safety is, it really is related to uh, insurance, but there's not, uh, we don't think of it as a direct connection. Yeah. And, but there is, in fact, uh, a direct connection to, to risk, okay, to risk. And so speed gauge using the fair score has created what's called the fair score to really put a number and to link uh, risk or behavior to, um, uh, to insurance risk and to dollar. Create a link between the behavior on the road and the uh, dollar ML uh, that is related to manage your risk, which if you just focus on safety, you don't really see that. But when you start moving toward risk management and applying an actual dollar ML, then you can start understanding the correlation between what you do on the road, how you manage risk to the uh, amount of premium that you will have to pay uh, next year or this coming uh, renewal. So that's what uh, SpeedGuys has created. And has created the first score and trying to make it very simple so that from the driver to the underwriter, they can understand the same number. There's no mysteries. There's no voodoo type mm-hmm. of... Uh, well, you, I don't know if, I can re- if that relates to what you <laughs> experienced. Well, what I was going to say time. is... You said from the carrier to the underwriter, but let's yeah. not forget the prosecuting attorney in that uh, thing because data yeah. is data and it's all available. It, it's mm-hmm. all available and that's right. So I, I do believe, I, I don't like to think in terms of fear. Uh, so you mentioned the prosecuting attorney. I think that as proven by the accident, uh, recent accident in Canada, uh, the, I believe the use of camera was able to dis, to to make sure that you know the driver was not uh, the primary source of liability of problem you know so i think that you know uh, yes we all have the fear of the attorney but i think the first thing we need to understand is that we need to be able to understand and measure the risk mm-hmm. so understanding and measuring the risk is in a very simple way is that what we have started with and to do that on an ongoing basis, because here's the other trend. When I was saying everybody's worrying about the, the, the 90 days to renewal, the, everybody is looking at what? 
they are looking at historical data or past mm-hmm. data or actuarial data. Okay. Now, in a fleet, let's just say a fleet has 30% turnover every year. 100 drivers, 100 driver, 30% turnover every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean? Is that the risk at the beginning of the year is very different during, during the policy period and at the end of the year? So the risk could change during the time period. Mm-hmm. Nobody is paying attention to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with the fair score, with the technology, the normalization that the driven data network and speed gauge has come together, well, now you can effectively have insight on the risk during the policy period, which allow both the fleet, brokers, insurance companies to really understand what they can do and how to help one another mm-hmm. so that at the end of the year, when the renewal occur, everybody's on the same page. You don't have to worry for 90 days because yep. you took control of your solution from the get-go. You can empower your driver with it, uh-huh. which is, uh-huh. I, for me, fundamental, you know, and then you move on from that. Uh, Guy, I think that is a wonderful place to, to wrap that up because I think that was the wrap-up. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, yeah. You've already hit 30 minutes. I can't believe it. Well, sorry about that. Yeah. Well, no, no don't be sorry. No, it's good. No, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> but so what I heard you say there at the, the end was that you're empowering the driver, the carrier, the insurance provider, and the safety director all together because they're all using the data. They don't have to worry about insurance renewal at the last 90 days mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. really you're managing it 365 days of the year. Yep, exactly. Right. And we created this, uh, what we call, uh, you know, a common language, one tool, one way of communication. So, you know, it's not my French or John's, whatever English. <laughs> gibberish, gibberish. But my French or, you know, we, we are not, uh, we are using one common language, yep. which is a fair yeah. score. To understand one another from the driver at the driver level, at the yeah. fleet level, and you know, and all the way through the chain of uh, understanding and, and risk management, and it's based on actual operational data. Yes. Yeah. So, for our listeners Excellent. and watchers today who want more information on Fair Score, they should reach out to Guy at Speed Gauge and get I more see. info. Right. Yeah, that's right. And so I'm going to uh, not spell my name and spell my email address because, like, people, you're going to tune well, me out. Well, we'll, we'll, put a, we'll put a link in the show notes below. <laughs> It'll be we'll in, easy. Exactly. Guy's information yeah. and his email is in the show notes down below. So I encourage you all to reach out to Guy at Speed Gauge to find out more information on FairScore. That was awesome, Guy. Thanks so much for coming on the Trucking Risk and Insurance Podcast. That was awesome, Guy. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, for all of you, his Guy's contact info is in the show notes down below. If you want to know more about Speed Gauge and Fair Score, please reach out to Guy. That's it for this week. Join John and I again next week as we bring you another episode of the Trucking Risk and Insurance Podcast.